Faith, this is Stephen Gregory Smith with your Spooky Season Extra episodes. These are episodes that Matthew either probably A, wouldn't watch the movie, or B, was too busy to, and I wanted to get you lots of spooky content for your October. I'll be looking at films that uh, I recommend or I've recently seen. I know that everyone's making their spooky season lists, so I'm here to help you decide without watching the film if this is for you or maybe you want to skip it. All right, so I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. For generations, people in Fairfax, Virginia have heard tales of the Bunny Man. Now, Bunny Man Brewing offers a tasty array of high quality microbrews with a rotation of unique flavors. Come by to have a sample, and maybe even catch a glimpse of the legendary hopper. But bring a friend, because you don't ever want to drink alone. Check our hours and see what's on tap at bunnymanbrewing.com. Okay, today you get a Stephen Minisode. This is about 1979's Phantasm. Now... I was late to the Phantasm Party. This is a film I should have, by all rights, seen in the 80s or 90s. I first saw Phantasm in 2011. I don't know why. I thought it looked a little too scary. The clips I'd seen from it was this, like, sphere with, like, a drill that comes out into your forehead. And I was just, like, really traumatized to see this. I did no no reason why. Um but then I I think it was my friend Sean McLaughlin who told me, "Oh dude, you have to watch Phantasm. It's like a gem from 1979." And I love films from the late 70s, probably because I was born in 78. But there's a weird transition period between the 70s and the 80s, where the 70s weren't really the 70s anymore, and yet they weren't quite the 80s. It's this weird, weird in-between, and this falls into that perfectly. Um, what is it about? Well, here's Wikipedia for you, but this is quite literally the start of the film. While having sex in Morningside Cemetery, Tommy is stabbed by a woman who is actually the tall man, the Morningside Mortician, in another form. At the funeral, Tommy's friends, Jody and Reggie, believe he committed suicide. Jody's 13-year-old brother, Mike, secretly observes the funeral and sees the tall man placing Tommy's heavy casket, seemingly with little or no effort, back into the hearse instead of completing the burial. Mike then goes to a fortune teller and tells her what he saw, she has him stick his hand in a box, and at first something seems to grab it, but then he removes it unharmed. Later, this is serious, y'all. Later, Jody is seduced by the lady in lavender and taken to the cemetery to have sex. However, they are interrupted by Mike, who has been following Jody and has been driven out of his hiding place by a short hooded figure. Mike tries to tell Jody about the hooded figure, but Jody dismisses the story. At the mausoleum, Mike is chased by a flying silver sphere and accosted by a caretaker, but escapes when the sphere kills the caretaker. 
He then flees the tall man. As Mike slams the door to get away, the tall man's fingers get caught and cut off, but continue to move, dripping yellow ichor. I, the word ichor is not used often enough. Taking one of the fingers with him, Mike escapes the mausoleum. The still-moving finger is enough to convince Jody about Mike's stories. Before Jody can bring the finger to the sheriff, it transforms into a flying insect. Reggie, who witnesses the finger-turned-insect attack them, joins the brothers in their suspicions. Jody goes to the cemetery alone, but is chased away by dwarves and a seemingly driverless hearse. He is rescued by Mike and Jody's, Jody's Plymouth Barracuda. Running the hearse off the road, they discover it was driven by one of the hooded figures, a reanimated and shrunken Tommy. Y'all, I'm not making this up. I had to read this because... I couldn't summarize this myself. I needed Wiki's help. Who they hide in Reggie's ice cream truck. Reggie and Jody resolve to defeat the tall man, while Mike is hidden at an antique store owned by Jody's friends Sally and Sue. There, Mike discovers an old photograph of the tall man and insists on being taken home. On the way, Mike, Sally, and Sue come across the ice cream truck overturned. They are attacked by a mob of hooded dwarves. Mike manages to escape, presuming the girls and Reggie dead. Jody goes to the mausoleum to kill the tall man, first locking Mike in his bedroom for safety. Mike escapes, but runs into the tall man, who was waiting for him outside his front door. He kidnaps Mike in a hearse, but Mike escapes and causes the hearse to strike a pole and explode. Looking for Jody in the mausoleum, Mike is targeted by the Silver Sphere, until Jody destroys it with a shotgun. Mm. Mike and Jody are reunited with Reggie, and together they enter a brightly lit room, which is filled with canisters containing more dwarves. Mike catches a brief glimpse through a portal, seeing a red hot world where the dwarves are toiling as slaves. A sudden power outage separates the trio. Left alone in the room, Reggie activates the portal, creating a powerful vacuum from which he narrowly escapes. In the ensuing storm, Reggie is stabbed by the Lady in Lavender, while Jody and Mike flee as the mausoleum vanishes. Jody devises a plan to trap the tall man in an abandoned mine shaft. The tall man attacks Mike at home and chases him outside, where he eventually falls into the mine shaft and is buried under an avalanche of rocks triggered by Jody. After this, Mike wakes up in bed, still worried about the tall man. Reggie, still alive, tells Mike that he had a nightmare that Jody died in a car wreck and proposes a road trip. When Mike enters his bedroom to pack, the tall man appears and hands crash through the bedroom mirror, pulling Mike inside. That is bonkers. I love this movie, but for my life, I could not, if a gun was put to my head, I could not really describe what happens in this movie. Much like The Prince of Darkness, I'm just like, I don't know. It looks cool. The sphere is cool. Um, don't know what the old fortune teller and the box is about other than fear. And I don't know why the, there are little Jawas running around that they call dwarves and why they're shrunken people and why they toil on a red planet and why the tall man turns into a woman, the lady in lavender and, and has sex with these men, I guess to get dwarves. It's so bizarre y'all, but, that being said, I love the hair. I love every one of the men's haircuts. Um, they are 
chef's kiss, uh, the clothing, the the fact that Reggie and Jody have like a band question mark and they're playing this song that is like right as it gets into the jam, what sounds like the, the jam, they just kind of like fizzle out and they're like, yeah, we're cool. The fact that Reggie's a proprietor of an ice cream truck. There are so many zigs and zags in this movie. The fly that turns into a finger. Why? Um, the, and this has gone on for several, several more um, sequels, including like a very late one. But um, I have not seen the sequels. I basically have just taken my chance with Phantasm 1 because it's just so bonkers but I still love it. I don't know if I would like Phantasm 2 as much. Again, not one for the kiddies. Um, but Phantasm is just a wackadoo, unlike anything else kind of movie. Um, and and that for that reason alone, uh, you should see it if you haven't. Um, it's not really scary. It's bizarre. Um Angus Scrim, I think is the actor's name who plays the tall man. He's very effective in his job. But it's it's more just a bizarre slice of 1979 uh, than anything else, really. Um, so if you haven't seen it, I, I strongly recommend it. I think it's just bizarre treat. Um, so that is 1979's Phantasm. Thanks so much for listening to our Spooky Season Extra episodes. Um, I'm going to give as many of these to you as I can fit in my day. As you can imagine, uh, October through December gets super busy for Connor and Smith here at the Connor and Smith headquarters, with all of our shows being done every year between (laughs) October and December. But if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. Um, that's Connor with an ER. You can find us on social media. We have a YouTube page. Are you subscribed? Click on it. It is Connor and Smith. I know that there's like a country musician, Connor Smith, but Connor and Smith musicals usually finds us. You can find us on Instagram. Please sign up for our Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter and Connor and Smith are on Facebook. But again, look for the ER, not the OR. Um, you can become a Patreon supporter of Connor and Smith. Um, that gets you lots of behind the scenes special access videos uh, of our concerts, different things. You get a a live video update. Well, it's not live, it's taped. Video update once a month. Um, uh, You get the newsletter every month. You get little, like, magnets and fun stuff like that. So check that out. Become a Patreon supporter. We really appreciate you, all of you who do. Um, That's all for now. Uh... We'll catch you on the next Spooky Season Extra episode. Bye-bye.